worst part is I thought these two were brothers at the end of the last season. I was like, well, they kind of look alike and, you know, they're both creepy, narcissistic weirdos. Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support The Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 111. And today we have Patty and Veronica. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Oh, oh, boy, have we have a treat for you. Well, that was <laughs> oh, boy, do we have a treat for you? Have we a treat for you? Whatever. <laughs> this is a very interesting episode. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, stick around to the end. We have lots to say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. And Veronica will start us off. All right. So we start with the opening credit and then here we are. They're done. The paramedics will be here later. So hang in there. There's a panel of Luis looking a little, little bloody. And then you scroll down. It's like, thank you. Sorry, the cabin's a little cramped, but at least it's warm in here. Do you need do you remember the season right now? I'm like trying to remember all the outfits and whether there were coats or not. Like they seem to be pretty warm-ish. Like I don't remember anyone wearing a coat. I think it's around springtime because it wasn't that long ago that they had Poppy and uh Tora's birthdays. And they're they're Pisces and Aries. So that's like April. So it's like yeah, early spring. So it's probably still chilly, but not like freezing. Also, what's the climate like there? I have no right. idea. <laughs> In this made-up country. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. But, I mean, if it's based off of, like, Asura's Bride, and Naren is supposed to be that region, mm-hmm. during Asura's Bride, it was cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a little bit further north. cold there. We just don't know when it gets cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Theoretically, all taking place in the southern hemisphere, and it's you know, yes. <laughs> well, and also let's be real; they both all just came out of the water, and when you yeah. ca- even if it's nice and like warm outside, when you come out of the water, there can be a little bit of a chill. Mm-hmm. So I think that could be part of it too. And yeah. she's been like hanging out in the water for a hot minute, so no food, yeah. no rest. Yeah, 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 and like because we don't know how much time has passed between when her body was dumped. Mm-hmm. and what she was found mm-hmm. yeah that's true it could have been a so, while we've been there for like several days yeah yeah i'm surprised she's not more delirious to be honest so and then here she is like in a blanket with mug coughing she's like i'm good just can't stomach any more food Poppy, right? She's like, yep, but you can call me Pops. Mm. And she's like, hmm, I might be in shock, but you look familiar. Your name, too. And she's like, do you remember me? I'm. And then Pope <laughs> walks in, all looming. I was I was like um nervous because I was like, oh no, is she not gonna tell her for like 20 episodes who she is? Yeah, <laughs> like some weapons drag that stuff out. They're like, oh, I'm really your blah blah blah. And they just like don't say it for like 15 half the half the story. So, but yeah, but no, that didn't happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And then it's like, I love that it's ta-da. Right. <laughs> he has like the worst, Tora has the worst resting bitch face yes. in this panel. And it's just like, ta-da, I come to bring you something. And I'm like, it's it's just so contradictory and I love it. So <laughs> mm-hmm. like, you found a portable heater. Well done. I should have started, I would have started a fire and burnt the boat down. That's just not how that works. You don't ever start a fire on a boat. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The, the, for for a gal who has lived out in the wild, Poppy, come on now. <laughs> at least, at least I have full faith that she definitely knows how to start a fire. This is true. This is true. I think she's joking. Fire without a light source. So I mean, that's not. Even, I don't know how to start a fire without a lighter. But him having a lighter are probably solid. <laughs> yeah you have one on you so there's that this is true praising him and all he gives is a little nod i know she, it's it's almost like they're having like a good puppy dog moment good boy good boy yeah. <laughs> yes praise me please praise me i think he also i think he's um nervous talking around other people i think he he doesn't know oh, sure. upset louise i think he's socially awkward in general like around oh people. yeah you know, like people who are not out of the clan. He doesn't know how to act. He thinks that he's being judged mm-hmm. all the time. So yeah. I think that he's just like, okay, better stay silent. Then I can't mess anything up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how, how Luis is like a trying to whisper. Your captain's a real chatty one, a really chatty guy, huh? And she's like, shh, he can hear us. He just pretends not to. <laughs> now Poppy's the one who gets nervous. I love this. I love this. <laughs> You just see him when he's stressed about work. <laughs> Are you two dating? Like, she has, she had got a lot of spirit, this lady. Like, yes, she does. Been killed. <laughs> been on this deserted island for who knows how long. She's all beat up. She's bloody. But she's like, oh, like she can make it. Budding romance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm kind of fangirl for you. Yeah, I'm just gonna help sip this ship here, like make it happen. She's so funny. Literally on a ship. Better get it going. <laughs> yeah. Well, and one of the things that I caught here, and I was like, yeah, she's very chatty, and she's like, you know, she's probably in that state of like, I need to think about anything but how shit I feel right now and my life circumstances. <laughs> and these two are total cannon fodder for my teasing them. So I'm gonna do it um what's really really funny too and I think it's important that we talk about this is you know the next panel down she's like Poppy's like no 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 we're not dating and I'm like what what does Tora think about what he just heard right because he's been kind of going back and forth about where do we stand in a relationship he's like I don't even know if we're friends anymore yeah defined anything and, you know, like, have they even gone on actual dates with the exception of the one time they met up at at Alice's? Like, like have they gone on it? And they haven't gone on an actual date. They've just been well, on like, I mean, it's, encounters where they save each other's lives. Yeah, well, I mean, they did go on a date when they went to Regina's Peak. I think that was something that was, like, pseudo-planned. Yeah, and so, there, there was that one. There was that one. Like that and I mean, I... Guess we could maybe count the nightclub, the birthday celebration at the nightclub, maybe. Mm-hmm. No, they showed up separately. 
They just he oh, just, true. Yeah, oh, that's the definition of a date. <laughs> when you show up, you have to show up together. <laughs> he has to pick you up. He's <laughs> at least attempting to like meet beforehand in some sense, and he mm-hmm. showed up with his guys. Like you don't. If it's a date, you're not showing up with your guys. Right. Fair it enough. A, it was a group party. Yeah. Yeah. That but turned he, into a date later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. One that left him still very frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it just it just also tells me like this moment where Poppy is is saying that like, no, 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 we're not dating. Um, is that she's she's still not ready. She's yeah. not anywhere near ready. Like yeah. she likes him. They're sexually attracted to each other, but she is not touching that with a 10 foot pole right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a lot going on, so it makes sense. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so here she is. She's like, well, I was a triathlete back in the day. Don't be shy. You two look cute together. Also, what does her being a, a triathlete oh. have, have to do with her being super tatty? So, no, so she can survive on the desert island. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, she's yeah. resilient and physically fit or whatever. Yes. Goodness gracious. Jeez well, Louise, of course. Louise. <laughs> that is awesome. It's the best use of Jeez Louise I've ever seen. Finally. Right? And it's like, cough, cough. I'm okay. I'm okay. And then we have this flashback of Tora carrying Louise and it's like, Captain, the rental lady says she'll dispatch the rescue team to the island. Are you okay with that? He's like, yeah. Get them to come. The boats, their boats are faster and I don't want to risk another storm. I love how Poppy is so considerate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a situation like that. She's like, but the help team meaning paramedics and cops oh yikes you know and he's like you can always brag him with another magazine article (laughs) 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 louise's response keep it down i'm trying to leave peacefully (laughs) i i wrote down in my notes i was like louise is every 30 to 40 something i felt that in my soul let me die in peace she's like i'm not even supposed to be alive right now why is there so much noise (laughs) (laughs) who says a a noisy little cherub where are the angels and shit i'm like oh my god i really want to be her friend yeah right in her like she's like moments away from dying and she's still hilarious <laughs> right <laughs> right bill is an utter piece of trash i mean like he had the coolest wife ever like what's wrong with him <laughs> he you know what it is is because and i'll talk about this later gil's a fucking narcissist so he doesn't like anybody who can go toe-to-toe with him in that way and she's snarky as hell right mm-hmm. like and I, if i remember correctly she did a lot of like browbeating of him yeah. Uh, in the episodes that we did see like when he was kind of flashing back to it so she's a spunky lady she's mm-hmm. a spunky lady and I just don't think he could take the heat so he had to get out of the kitchen or in this case in his case he took a jackhammer to the kitchen but she still survived yeah <laughs> yeah and then she's like yes she's just hallucinating I'm like no. <laughs> no she's not hallucinating you are a noisy little cherub 
you're a 20 something so you're loud <laughs> you're being really noisy <laughs> that's exactly what you are <laughs> uh-huh. oh my goodness it's too funny uh but yep we could tell like this is still like when I when I scroll back just a little bit to the part where Tor is trying to crack like a dark humor joke. You can definitely tell he's he's stressed out because he's still pulling these jokes, right? That's mm-hmm. his dark humor coming back. Like, oh, you could just, you know, give him another magazine article, bribe them, you know, it'll be fine. Yeah. Like, but he doesn't really believe that, right? Because, you know, in the next panel, he's like, but the help team, meaning paramedics and cops, and of course, it has this like dark, ominous look on Tor, and he's like stressed about work. <laughs> uh, you know, that's that's really good of him, and that shows Tora. You know, at the end of the day, he's going to do the right thing, and he's going to make sure that Louise gets the help as fast as she can get it, and he's uh-huh. sacrificing himself and putting himself at risk for her. But sure, that's Tora. I'll be honest; I'm actually surprised they did call. Like, I, I, I would have thought they would have wanted to try to keep her in hiding until they figured out at least what Gil was up to. Yeah. In, but they called the cops and the paramedics and, and a rescue team and all that stuff. So right. That was my thought at the end of the episode. Like, what's going to happen now? Like, are the cops going to get embroiled in the whole clan thing? Is, is Lane going to come because she already knows some of the clan stuff? Like, is this going to yeah. tie into, like, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if I remember correctly, like if we back up to last year when um they were headed to the the house that Tora bought, uh Lane saw them passing by. So mm-hmm. it's entirely possible she's in the area and you can't tell me that there isn't a cop alive who doesn't have like a police scanner that might be, you know, paying attention to what's going on over the radio. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I think that would be a great tie-in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then you just you see Louise just kind of staring at Tora, like trying to just like figure out. He's she's like, he's the one who brought me back, but am I imagining things? I remember noticing something about that man. Way, if I was him, I'd be like. Tora, the cops were about to come. Let down your hair. It's like Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. It's like <laughs> I know you got the turtleneck, but put that hair down. <laughs> just, just precaution. Like he has his hair is long enough. The top part is long enough to cover his neck. You know. Yeah. So looking very delirious. Oh and, man. And, and he's looking mighty sexy. Of course, <laughs> always. Has to be said. <laughs> no matter the circumstances. Even though she's looking delirious and he's looking sexy, and it's like so not fair. <laughs> <laughs> did I did I ever tell you when after I said this when my son I had, my son was in a pretty bad accident when he was four, like really bad, like God forbid he could have some terrible things could have happened. Like I and I was in the hospital, and you know, doctor after doctor was coming out, and like you know, from this department that department telling me what was wrong with him in every various facet. And I happen not to get stressed out about medical things. So there's that. But basically, son's in, in, in extreme you know, risk. And here's this doctor who comes out. <laughs> Drop, dead, gorgeous. And I was like, <laughs> yes, yes, I am paying attention to what you are saying. But I am not failing to notice your extreme beauty. <laughs> and, that's, and, and my husband makes a joke. And he, and he was in Israel. He was up in the north when they in one of the wars, Lebanon war. And a mm-hmm. rocket fell next to him. And he says he was running towards a shelter. 
And at the same time, he noticed this cute girl on the side of his eye. And he's like, mm, literally while he's running for his life. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> oh, yes, it doesn't, doesn't change. Yeah. <laughs> One time I got pulled over. I was driving into work. I don't even know. I don't remember why I got pulled over at this point, but I didn't mm. get a ticket. I just got a warning. And, but I was just, I remember looking out my window and then like the most gorgeous cop, pulled, like was the one that pulled me over. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, oh goodness him. okay let me keep facing him because i don't get intimidated <laughs> by people often but when you just really don't expect it mm-hmm. it throws you off and you just have that like brain fart moment of i can't even look in your direction because <laughs> the beauty oh, and looking down into my car <laughs> i have to look up at you i'm just like tattoos and everything i was like what is going on oh Oh my goodness (laughs) well then what happened yes it's like right out of a romance novel you know like i'm dying or potentially dying but here's this gorgeous hunk of a man here to save me Mm -hmm. i'm not mad about it (laughs) (laughs) oh yes Yes, until she realizes what the tattoo on his neck meant. And then she says, get away from me. Get him away from me. Oh. You know, I mean, it's a very justifiable freak out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She says next, yeah. So it's a very, very justifiable freak out. Mm-hmm. Like, if I saw, if, like, I knew what that meant and I was literally just, like stuffed in a body bag and thrown on a deserted island to die I would freak out too oh for sure it's very difficult to listen to reason in in any capacity yeah yeah well and I think one of the themes that I'm going to talk about quite a bit this episode is that everyone is having very understandable reactions given what they're going through and you've just got three very stressed out people who are freaking out about different things together. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this next little bit, this is where we come up out of the flashback and Luis just throws the cup down that she has. She smashes it on the floor and she says, get him away from me. He's one of them. You know what that symbol is? I've seen it before. And so, like, she's flipping the fuck out, and understandably so, because she's seen that, she knows what something is up. And poor Poppy, she's just like, hang, hang on, wait, it's not what you think. And she's like, don't fucking tell me to calm down. Luis, calm down and listen. <laughs> you weren't almost, you were, weren't the one almost murdered by your husband. You didn't lie inside a fucking body bag in a rat infested basement crying silently as you played dead oh yeah damn it all just that bomb just exploded big time exploded explode yeah explode for very good reasons because not a lot of people can really handle well playing dead in a body bag yeah yeah for several days like like holy shit um what is it does this mean almost murdered by your husband does he mean like he killed her and then she kind of like played dead at some point and yeah yeah so i think 
<laughs> my theory on what I think happened um, is he hit her over the head with something to knock her out, thinking she was dead, threw her in her body bag, and then he just let her kind of sit there. And I know that we all kind of speculated that she was dead because he was like, oh man, you're starting to stink. Well, you would stink too if you were sitting there in your own stink in a body bag for several days. So I think she was alive, but maybe unconscious. Soil herself. Mm -hmm. What's that? Like she probably had to soil herself. Oh, sure. Like Mm -hmm. you're definitely, you know, like she's not going to like get up and Mm -hmm. use the bathroom. Like, so who knows how many days. Right. We went without food, without water, without mm-hmm. having to even just release herself in any capacity. Like yeah. that is like the sheer amount of therapy this woman is going to need to have. Oh, 100%. Yeah. She needs to um, shoot herself. <laughs> seriously. And I think what's really interesting is you see this look on Poppy's face. Like she doesn't know what the fuck to do at this point. Like this is out of her depth. And I think it's a really great, yeah, like she's sympathetic for sure, but I think she's really out of her depth here, right? And it's because like we keep getting these nuanced little light bulbs of, hey, Poppy, you don't know what the hell you've gotten yourself into, right? Like you want, you want it in the, you kind of want into this mafia world. You want to like have one foot in the door, one foot out the door. This is what the mafia world looks like leaving people for dead in body bags and then tossing them into the ocean, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. <clears throat> and so Louise says a little bit later, um, she's like, while he arranges for your body to be dumped at sea, right? Like, and you could tell, just look at her face. Like, she's just, yeah, the trauma, man, the trauma. She's just like, how dare how dare you don't tell me what to feel and think you know and um the way she clutches at her stomach yeah yeah and I mean thinking about like the child that you're going to have the man that you had this child with did this to you like that's horrifying that's horrifying so of course like this is I mean obviously this isn't directed completely at Poppy I think this has just been a volcano that's been waiting to erupt Mm -hmm. for sure Um, and poppy just happened to be the target at the end of it you know Mm -hmm. um because poppy she's trying she's like i'm sorry i really am and she's like i don't need your sympathy and for a minute there in this panel i thought maybe she slapped poppy i was like oh shit Mm -hmm. um but i think she just pushed her away and like she pushed her away that's what it that's yeah like and then that hand yeah yeah and so Torah pops in and he's like, don't talk to her like that. And he like wrenches her up from the floor. And I was like, oh shit. Um, he says, I don't care what you fucking went through or what your husband did to you. But she risked her goddamn life to come get you. So don't, don't you fucking dare talk to her like that. I was like, oh boy. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was a little worried because like you see these panels, man, and like clearly I get it. Tora has lost his shit here. He's at the end of his rope too, just like Luis is and Poppy is too, you know? And but at the same time, like he's going into protector mode for Poppy. He's like, You're not gonna fucking talk to her like that. Like, that's not okay. 
Because yeah. if we think about it in the context of how he saw um, jewelry treat her in mm-hmm. front of him, like I think that triggered a little bit of that, that protector mode in him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not great, right? Because it doesn't work in all circumstances. And I think he was a little too rough here, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I understand why he did it. Yeah, I mean, he's he. it's like he can only be gentle with Poppy. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else just gets a very like rough around the edges, Tora. Yep. Like he only has the capacity to be gentle with her. Yeah. Literally no one else. Not even like, yeah, you know, not even Alice. Like he's like even rough with Alice. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She's like this tiny, frail thing. Yeah. But, like scoop her up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Run down the steps with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's how he solves problems, right? And I think what's really interesting is we go into the rest of these panels where um, Poppy kind of pops in and she's like, Luis, and Luis says, I'm sorry. And Poppy goes up and she hugs her, right? Mm-hmm. And I really find it fascinating that we see these two very different responses to Luis's situation right and they're both understandable but I like what Poppy does here she says Luis it's fine you went through a lot but trust me we're not the bad guys we're here to help Mm -hmm. and those two panels the one where Poppy is holding on to Luis and just giving her a hug and saying it's okay we'll get through this we're the good guys I promise you can Mm -hmm. see the boat like the defeat in Taurus face in that next panel where he's yeah. like sighing like oh shit I fucked up right yeah and at the same time like I think he's recognizing Poppy's approach right like she knows how to solve problems with a gentler hand here and then this is one of those situations where you have to solve it with a gentler hand mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's, his depth. it's not his he it's outside his yeah depth. like he yeah he, see it maybe you know and he wants to do the right thing and it's, he mm-hmm. just have tools he has yeah. practice hasn't had grown up in the right way and yeah but you know we know that deep down he's mr sensitive so oh of course right of course he wants to do the right thing and i think that's why he has that you know that look of regret here mm-hmm. he's like ah man i fucked up yeah. um and i think this is also a really great like i love pointing out moments where poppy kind of reparents torah without realizing it Mm -hmm. she's basically teaching him this is how you like she doesn't realize she's doing it but she's teaching him this is how you help somebody who's really struggling and sometimes they freak out and we know that they freak out but we have to approach them with gentleness and compassion Mm -hmm. yeah and Um, you know what what i also love is that when he tells louise you know that she risked her life mm -hmm. to get to get to you it yeah. shows that how he admires Poppy for what she did. Oh, yeah. He made fun of her and he kept saying, you know, are you sure? Like, what, you know, this is useless. This is hopeless. Mm-hmm. But, you know, deep down, he respected her for trying to save her life. So, yeah. you know, that yeah. like his true feelings are showing. For sure. For sure. And then, so in the next panel, um, Poppy finally reveals her name. She says, also, my name is Poppy Land Wilkes. Ring a bell. And then Luis goes back into flip out mode Poppyland Wilkes from giant goldfish publishing and she pushes her back again and she's like if you're still working for my husband I swear to god 
and Poppy's like, I'm not, I can assure you I'm not. And I have, and I have an idea of what Gil's been up to. And then we get a shot back to Tora, who's like, he's exit stage left in this argument. He's probably thinking I'm useless in this. I can't do anything to help with this. So I'm just going to step back. And she, Luis turns to him and she's like, what about him? And Poppy says, he's a friend too. He's tracking down Gil. And that was how we found you. Come on, let's get you settled uh, by the heater so I can tell you everything. You need to rest. And you can tell like Luis still doesn't quite trust it. She's like, I know you said we, I know you said we're not the bad guys, but I mean, I don't blame her. I wouldn't trust anybody in this situation. Of course. Yeah. Poor thing. (laughs) And then of course, because (laughs) Tora is grumpy as fuck. He's like, we need to rest. We haven't gotten any since fucking yesterday. Grumble, grumble. And Poppy's like, Captain. (laughs) And Luis is like, what a prick. <laughs> Louise has so much spice. She is she really- does. She does. Yeah, she does. <laughs> so I think what what's really cool about this panel is that even though they're all fucking stressed out right now, every single one of them, right, for different reasons, I think this is kind of like the humor to to like diffuse the situation, right? <laughs> so like instead of Tora being as intense as he usually is, he's like, well, we need rest. Fuck you, and. <laughs> Luis's response is well prick you know so it's kind of like that begrudging like okay fine we're just gonna let it go for right now yeah yeah Um, joking around with people is like kind of giving an okay well we'll yeah (laughs) yeah and of course Tor does the one thing that he always does when he's stressed out he's fixing for his cigarettes and he's cursing himself because he didn't bring a pack um, but then he's got this kind of wide-eyed look on his face that, you know, when I first saw this panel, I was like, bro, what do you got in your pocket? <laughs> I know. Is that what you thought also? I, I was like, are we going to find that next episode? Because we didn't see this episode. Should yeah, I thought it was going to be an that, Easter egg. That like, yeah. What? I thought it was going to be an Easter egg. Like, are we going to have to find out like yeah. 10 episodes later what's in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And so... Poppy brings Luis back down to the little space heater. Um, but then is this where you take over, Veronica? I can't remember. Oh, no, where um Mindy takes over the rest. Okay. Okay. Sure. All right. Um, so what he does is he takes out the little triceratops and purple triceratops, it's bloody, and he says, picked it up on the beach. Hide was up, but it was lodged between some rocks under the water. Um, so cute. Oh my god. So okay, he noticed it. He brought it, and now he says, I might be a prick, but I still hope your little one's doing okay. Oh, Dora. Everyone crying in the club. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed that he managed to verbalize, you know, despite being grumpy, having just been yelled at, um, nervous about the cops, he is expressing sympathy for her and easy to articulate emotions. And he's mirroring that kindness that Poppy showed earlier, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's like, well, my method didn't work. So let me try this instead, right? He's that, that little part of him is coming out just a little bit. And he also knows to get down on their level. Yeah. Doing this. He's not hovering over them. He crouches Mm -hmm. down. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he's less intimidating. For sure. For sure. Yeah. 
And then he says, Office, uh, we hear officer, we spotted the boat. And Poppy's like, crap. And then we hear from outside, raft up, we need full access to the deck. Poppy says, they're here. They go outside. And then she says, the cops are here too. Are, are you sure? And he's oh, like, put man. your shoes on. And we hear the cops saying, um, whoever's on board, please step out. So tense, tense, tense. <laughs> oh, man. So much stress. So much stress. Much stress. What's going to happen? Poppy so you know the background gets black the windows are black you know it's all I black. Know. and she puts on her shoes she's like wait here for a bit louise and louise is looking at the the dino you know like she's holding it close to her and this poor lady oh. hope her baby's okay i don't know how i i don't know i'm not a gynecologist i don't know how you know what yeah baby, whatever but i hope it's okay and now we see the two there's um the fishing boat and two boats around it and poppy goes mm-hmm. outside she's like and oh, the people are like, um, so one of the cops says, orders chief. And the other one says, take their statement, especially the tall one. Oh, <laughs> and God. Or out there with his deadpan look. Oh. Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> dude, like, put on a smile, something. Like, try to be less intimidating <laughs> for once. And if you put on a smile, that would just look not, not the right place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he had a smile on his face, it would look very out of place. Just like wave. I don't know. Soften your face. Like you have to practice. Okay, look in the mirror. This is an acquired skill. <laughs> I mean, trust. I've Scott has resting angry face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a permanent scowl. I'm just like, you can't just keep fucking around like that. Goes up to his forehead. I'm just like, smooth that out. <laughs> like, smooth it out. It'll be okay. Smooth it out. Nope. <laughs> and yeah, and we see Louise just sitting there on the deck, and she's holding, holding the the dinosaur and looking at it. And then we see her. We hear her flashback. She's in the body bag, zipped up. There's a little bit of um light. Looks like it's coming out from a, a little creak of the door. Yeah. And here. Like there's a cut in the body bag oh yes also yeah Mm -hmm. and um we hear someone say please to collab with you again my dude you think that last one didn't work out you think that little bitch will tell daddy about your shit i was like okay so this because we saw the preview Mm -hmm. okay i'll just continue if he does he'll put both her and himself at risk don't you think and the person replies and the person being shark he says Ah! wait they're not on the best of terms, and Daddy's gonna throw a fit if he finds out. And then Gil says, "Sounds like it." And family's drama right up my alley. So I had I was a little confused because at first I was like, "Wait, are, is this confirming that they're brothers? Is there, are they talking about their daddy?" And then, <laughs> then he continues to talk like a fucking a genius. And then, oh my god! Ah, he's <laughs> closer to Gil. I can't think of anything more repulsive than Gil's face, but whatever. And then he's like, "Want to know what else is going up? Yeah, yeah, Ali today." Oh god! Oh, oh wow! Oh, oh. <laughs> and sharks, sharks neck with his Baltimore tattoo. So they better oh. be brothers. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's not Game of Thrones. I think we're safe. Like this is not <laughs> the Lannisters. I think we're okay. Pulling up the alley oh. to like that—that that was just so. It was so cringe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Mr. Chin here, McGee's is not the best at grooming. Like, how clean is his alley? Oh. <laughs> Why? Why? I mean, well, 
I'm not going to get into specifics, but <laughs> oh my god! Well, and here's the thing: the worst part is I thought these two were brothers at the end of the last season. I was like, well, they kind of look alike, and you know, they're both creepy, narcissistic weirdos. You oh, know, so same screen. They've got to be brothers or cousins or something, some kind of relative in some sense. You know, like there's yeah. no way. But secret BL lovers is just not on the list of things I thought they were. It definitely was not. That was I. I love it when Lily just kind of throws a wrench in the spokes with this shit. Like <laughs> it's so out of left field. But you know what? Hey. And they deserve each other, honestly. I'm sure they deserve each other. <laughs> oh, 100%. They probably do with his dirty ass alley. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm know, dying. Maybe, maybe, I'm maybe dying. He looks nice with the, with the chin hairs. Maybe that's his style. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? <sighs> but honestly, like, if I think about these two, like, let's be real here. We know Shark is calculated and cold and psycho right and we are finding out that gill is very much like that too so this is like narcissistic uh mirroring for them and so you know like let's be real i think when shark is fucking gill he's fucking himself that's what a narcissist does oh probably you know they got eye colors he's probably looking in his eyes and thinking oh yes this is me yeah yeah he would do that he would do that right or doing it for mercenary purposes and seeing what he can get out of him well yeah. for sure for sure but like <laughs> but oh just my like, god those two line the, that line going up your alley oh gross also okay so we need to talk about who we think daddy is <laughs> all right yeah i have no idea who's daddy and who's she and and what because I was reading comments and someone made a really good point that they think a little bitch. So, okay, so in this whole, like, please to collab with you again, my dude, I think this is Shark talking. Yeah. Yes. And I think, and when he says, you know, pity the last one didn't work out, I think, I think little bitch is Quincy. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Yes, because I mean, you know, obviously Quincy working for Goldfish didn't work out in his favor. Mm -hmm. And then he also goes and says, if he does, he'll put both her and himself at risk, don't you think? Mm -hmm. So who's her? I think it's Poppy. 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 Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think Shark and uh, Gil are behind the break-in at poppy's apartment so i think that's what he's referring to when he says sorry that last one didn't work out i think they were trying to off poppy oh yeah. it's interesting because i was thinking that you know gil had all these financial troubles i thought that he meant offloading his financial troubles onto poppy like blaming her or using goldfish to like do some embezzlement i thought kind of what they were referring to that you know like the financial troubles that he's in mm. uh, I guess either way. Yeah. Could be both. You think a little bitch will tell daddy about your shit? Like, why is he calling Quincy a little bitch? That is so rude. I get, and I can't forgive that. Yeah. <laughs> it's something Shark would do, though. That's not a little bitch. Let's get that no. right. No. 
he's Quincess. That's that's that is his proper name. <laughs> they they will find out soon enough because we all know Quincy has a dark side. Oh, for sure. That they Absolutely. have never seen. Yes. Yes. So, but yeah, that's that's I think that's you know. And then, you know, hot damn, you're right. They're not on the best of terms and daddy's going to throw a fit if he finds out. Quincy and his dad aren't in the best terms. They aren't right. on the best terms, you know, because like he wants Quincy to stop doing his little like, you know, right. writing and whatnot and actually like take clan business seriously. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I can see that it's his only heir, and I mean, <laughs> when we think about it, um, Vincent thinks of himself as royalty, and so he's like, you know, want you to get on with it. Uh, with you know, you've had your fun with your little writing gig. Now it's time to take take the reins, right? Um, and he's the heir of two mafia clans, so there's even more pressure for him to take over his dad's spot um and his mom's spot yeah so it's it's getting really deep and you know we know that they're not on the best of terms because every time uh vincent calls torah and quincy's there with him like oh don't tell him i'm here with you or like i don't exist and like in the 111 episodes i don't think i can't remember completely but i don't think we've had a single episode where they have been in the same frame together where they've been in the same room together no. i can't think of a single one i can't think of one either yeah only have, uh, when they were talking together about to go to the beach and you know tor was in the hole and he heard them talking together but yeah yeah but that's when he was like a child so like as an adult god yeah. did he have any communications with each other as an adult mm. yeah wouldn't seem like it panels with his mom but not with his dad yeah so there's definitely some avoidance there so and then here's here's gil thinking he can you know stir the pot because how does how is how is how is family drama up his alley i don't know well he just tried to kill his wife that's family drama that's true that's very true (laughs) yeah yeah that's fair enough fair enough there's got to be more to that though because there's still a lot we don't know about gil like where he like he came he hopped countries what what if he's connected to poppy's family that's oh hell <laughs> what if he's her cousin oh god great <laughs> uncle oh my god i listen i don't want lily to have to insert another like crazy scene to debunk that theory <laughs> <laughs> i know oh, I like this scene with them like because she wants to debunk in the most horrific way possible in the most disturbing way possible of course back brothers oh my god <laughs> to do that to make them secret lovers right <laughs> i don't want to see them be secret lovers give me real lovers they actually like oh this is not appealing at all <laughs> Louise had to literally lay in this body bag listening to her husband who tried to kill her take it up by this side because you know they did it in that room yes of course they did 
Of course like, they did. Because only psychos would do that. Oh, God. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, you know, like we talked about, they deserve each other. And mm -hmm. honestly, what I'm looking forward to is when they betray each other. Because yeah, we know what's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, we know it will. Throw each other under the bus at some point. 100%. I just don't know when it will happen. But I'm, like, all for it. Wow. Oh, the level of skis cannot handle. Yeah. But yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like when, when, when Lily dropped that panel, <laughs> I was just like, what is she doing to us? I know. <laughs> it was really funny. It's, it's hilarious. Oh my God. I signed up to talk about this episode at the last minute. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. When I read the episode on Friday, I was like, holy shit, I've got to get, I got, I've got to get to feeling better. Cause I've yeah. got to talk about those last three panels. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Like last week when, uh, when last week's episode ended and they found, they found Louise, I was like, and I immediately, I immediately went on Patreon and I immediately mm -hmm. signed myself up because I was like, shit is going to go down. And I got to talk about <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be on this level. <laughs> right, right. We did not know it was going to be this explosive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward because I'm sure Lily's just going to make it as cringe as possible. It's just going to be as ridiculous oh, yeah. and horrifying as possible. It's oh, just, yes. Yeah. I, like, I've, I've, never, I've never felt so cringe before. Like mm -hmm. reading something. Like never, ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my goodness! But it's like Those you think two. you want a kiss, but then you get one and you don't want it. <laughs> no, oh not. my god! <laughs> yep. Although but... I'm sure, I'm sure that when you know, uh, Shark is up Gil's alley, that they're probably in front of a mirror, and Shark is watching himself uh -huh. because that's just how he is. God. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, looking good. Oh my god, these two. These two. Like Gil is like the the like the downgraded version. He is. Shark Shark is good looking. Yeah, I, I give him that. He's, he's great value brand shark. <laughs> great value brand shark. He really is. And so he's like, Well, this is the closest I'm gonna get to me. So <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I don't know. I just want it to be revealed like how they actually met. Like how did they get connected together? It's like and there's a bar where all the shady, shitty people go. That's where they yeah. met. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and I think Gil was said to have had some other previous ties and like he knows somebody pretty high up because remember when they said that he left the country to Nareen that um they couldn't when Tora and Quincy were looking into his background they couldn't hi find hardly anything which had uh, like Quincy and Tora were saying that's got clan written all over it because we can't find anything on this guy so yeah. he knows somebody in high places I don't think it's shark but he knows somebody in high places maybe with another clan mm. yeah like huh? ooh. those people in um the other clan that that Quincy, Quincy yeah maybe 
Who knows? Belarusa clan. <laughs> we don't They're... let little dirt bags like that in the Lar- <laughs> Larosa clan. We don't do that. We don't play that game. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Only high quality dirt bags. But... <laughs> Only the highest of quality. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, what's everyone's favorite panel from this episode? Oh. I already know mine. Mine's right here. <laughs> it's definitely the most hilarious panel like it it killed me I don't know like I I'm I'm kind of in a soft spot right now so I guess like my my favorite panel is where Tori gives her back the triceratops I mean that one's a really good panel that one's a really really good panel so it's that one's a hard one to top I think yeah but yeah I would say that that one's probably also my favorite panel yeah yeah uh, rooting for the baby. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, do we have any other last minute thoughts before we close out? No. Think no, I got to talk story, about everything. Where this story is going, I have no oh. theories <laughs> because clearly any theory is going to be wrong. <laughs> this is true. This is true. She's just gonna like having theories. Yep. <laughs> always a wrench in the spokes always oh. always so i have i have no i have no theories but i'm just excited for future episodes yes i'm like super stoked that we're getting into the mafia plot like i feel like it's yes. been a hot minute since we've really kind of dug deep with it and i'm really looking forward to seeing what lily pulls out yeah. of her sleeves yeah like i knew that the return would be very plot heavy like it mm-hmm. was very fluffy you know very like about developing their closeness and their relationship and all of that stuff before she went on her hiatus and so I knew that it would end up being more plot driven once we got back into the swing of things oh sure so I'm very 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 excited for that but Mm -hmm. I have theories okay well yeah I'm looking forward to and we will see it thank you so much for joining Thank you so much to my current patrons, Susie, Lily, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Saucy Tuggles, Ian Rose, Alexa, Missy, Joanne, Esther, I'm watching you people, Emily, Jean, Kay, Lily, Beckett, Sarinda, Christine, Sadie, Teresa, Mrs. Gostano, and Emma Pora. Your support is truly appreciated.